Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of She. I have noticed that we have gotten, <clears throat> excuse me, more followers or more listeners, I should say. Um, so I would like to do a little reintroduction. Basically, all I need to tell you is that my name is Katie, and I really enjoy talking about things that people think are inappropriate, and that is why we are here. Basically, the entire premise of this podcast is just to kind of discuss things that women, you know, by societal standards, are not allowed to speak of. As a woman, I am here, and I'm talking about dicks, and I'm talking about periods openly, and I'm talking about just all sorts of various controversial topics um, that people think that I should just be quiet about and that women in general should be quiet about. So we are here for a quote-unquote inappropriate discussion. I was oddly enough just having this conversation uh, with my partner while we were shopping around at a sex shop called Romantics and we were just talking about how you know a lot of people don't want to talk about things like sex, you know, specifically we were referencing sex because we are very sexual people and, you know, we were in a sex store, so it was kind of right for the time, but you get what I'm saying. Um, yeah, we're here, we're here to break those barriers and I would love for other people to help me break those barriers. Send me a question, send me a rating, Whatever you can, I would love to hear from y'all. I'm actually quite uh, giddy because of the fact that, you know, um, my partner and I took a fun little trip to the sex shop, you know. Um, It was almost kind of like a date. We were just like searching around for stuff. And we ended up getting a couple of things. One thing we actually tested out. And... I think I'm going to give it a little, a little, a little, a little review, if you will, a little, little rating here. Um, so we picked out a, what was it? It was a cock ring. It was a, a vibrating cock ring with like a perennial stimulator and a little, um, rabbit thing for like the clit. So not only is, you know, the male supposed to be, or the penis owner, I should say, supposed to be deriving pleasure from the vibrating cock ring, but also, um, with the contact of the, um, little, little rabbit vibe area, um, on their partner's clitoris, it's supposed to be stimulating for both parties. We tested it out. Let me just say, um, I don't remember the brand. I can look up the brand later and put it in the description, but, um, it was like on the cheaper side because we we've been wanting to try a cock ring like this for a while but we didn't want to invest in something if it wasn't going to work so um we're gonna say well let's try it see if we like it I feel like because it was on the cheaper end of the spectrum um it didn't work as well as we wanted it to or maybe our bodies are just different anyway um so first things first, um, he goes to put the cock ring, um, on 
and man, I didn't realize that cock rings were like unrealistically like small, like the circumference is like, it's like small in diameter and my partner is a pretty, pretty, pretty thick dick. Um, so it's almost kind of like it was like cutting off circulation there for a little bit. <laughs> we tried it anyway. I was like, you know what? Uh, as long as your dick doesn't fall off, it'll be okay. And so he turned the vibration pattern on. He looked like he was having fun. Um, I personally, for me, I felt like uh, the the clit stimulator that was attached to it, um, was, it just wasn't hitting me right. And I wasn't feeling enough pressure, um, because the material that the toy was made of is kind of more flexible. Um, for me personally, you know, every person is different. Um, every, every vulva owner is different, but for me personally, I need something a little bit more firm and I need a lot more pressure. So I wasn't getting as much pressure or as much contact as I wanted because not only because, you know, we were moving around a lot, but also because of the material being so flexible. So that was a gripe that I have about that. And then, you know, by the time we're probably 10-ish minutes in, I just look up at him and he, he pulls it out and he's just like, what? And I was like, so can we take that thing off? Like I straight up was like, are you having fun? He's like, I can't feel anything. And I was just like, what? You can't feel it? He's like, no, I cannot feel anything. Um, so I was like, okay, this is going to get fucking dangerous if you can't feel your dick. So you might as well take it off. We ended up finishing, finishing off with, with some good old fashioned anal got that vibrator. I grabbed one of my numerous vibrators from my little box that I have next to my bed and finished off that way. And that was wonderful. I just feel like with cock rings, I feel like you really have to invest and really have to do your research for sure. But, um, I am definitely excited to try out the other items that we got from the store because I feel like they're they're going to be a little bit more promising. Also, while we were there, um, we did see, I'm so interested in this. So I, again, I don't remember the brand. I really need to write this shit down guys. I'm the most forgetful bitch, but, um, I saw this necklace that was there and I was like, what the fuck? It's a fucking necklace. And then I looked at it and I read the description that was next to it. They had it out on display. Um, and it was a vibrator, but the necklace was like, you know, it was just like a regular like necklace chain. And then it was this like, it looked like a metal sort of, um, I don't know. It's, it was like cylindrical, cylindrical, um, and kind of long. So it looked like one of those, like just long, cute little simple, um, necklaces. And then I noticed this small little button on the side of it. You press the button. That shit's got some powerful ass vibration for it being so small. I was like, wow. So I feel like I might have to invest in that at some point. I don't know when, why, where, or how I would ever 
use a necklace vibrator or in what situation I would need that. But you know, when you're living the whole life, I feel like maybe sometimes a necklace vibrator would come in handy. Also, there's something kind of um, fun about like wearing, I'm sure about wearing like a sex toy around your neck with like nobody knowing that it's a sex toy. Like I feel like that would be cool. Anyways, um, I'm dropping hints here. If anyone would like to buy me this fucking necklace for Christmas so I can give y'all a review, um, that'd be pretty fucking sweet. Or I can just buy it for myself. I might just end up buying it for myself. Who fucking knows? But be prepared for a fun little spicy review on the other items that we picked up, which I'll go over after we use them. I'm sure it'll be a good fucking time. So I know that a lot of my episodes have been sexual as of late and we will dive into the more serious shit about female injustice, but I kind of feel like a lot of that kind of stems from sexuality. You know what I'm saying? I feel like y'all know what I'm saying. But in this episode specifically, I wanted to talk about porn. So I watch porn very frequently, I'm sure almost every single person on the face of the planet has participated in the browsing of the pornography. Um, It's kind of just like a thing that we all do as humans. But I didn't want to just talk about, you know, how I watch porn or how cool porn is. What I wanted to do is instead of glorifying porn, I wanted to talk about how porn affects our sex lives. So... I know that a lot of people start watching porn from a very young age, even though it's illegal for people under the age of 18 to watch porn. Um, It's very easy to access, especially if you you got the Wi-Fi at home. You know, you got the Wi-Fi at home, your parents are out for dinner, the computer is just sitting right there, you know how to delete your browser history, you got your fucking lotion. (laughs) We've all fucking been there. We've all been there. Um... And I feel like over the years, my tastes in porn have changed. So I used to, I used to watch a lot of like BDSM porn, um, and a lot of like, like humiliation and degradation and objectification of females and like bimboification and things of that nature just because like that's kind of what I'm into sexually and I feel like uh I have a little bit more flavor now and also one one of the one of the things that I've really noticed upon um getting more mature and kind of fine-tuning my porn preference is that I actually prefer porn now that is more realistic so I enjoy like amateur porn or like you know obviously porn where the orgasms are real where the whole it, the whole experience feels real you know I'm not out here watching porn spoofs and getting off to that I can't hang with that um I don't need fake dialogue they don't have to act it's fine like I like real orgasms and I like I like, I like ingenuity. (laughs) 
in porn. I think you guys all know what I'm saying because I feel like a lot of people growing up, they haven't really refined their taste in their pornography preferences and they watch all of this staged bullshit that, I mean, to be fair, sex work is real work. These people that are doing adult films that are in the adult film industry, it's a fucking hard job. I don't know from experience, but I know that shit cannot be easy, so I am not shaming them at all. They are doing their job. They are making their money. They are doing their fucking thing. That is cool. But... I feel like if you start watching porn at a really, really early age, you haven't really fine-tuned what your sexual tastes are, you kind of watch generic stuff, and most of the time, it's hard to filter through what's real and what's fake, especially if you've never had an in-person sexual encounter. So you watch this pornography, and you're like, oh, this is what sex is supposed to be like, which we all know is untrue because pornography it's acting it's all acting sometimes it may not be great acting but it's acting and these aren't real life situations unless of course you are watching amateur porn in which case you know it's more realistic but typically when you're at a younger age you're watching all of this staged porn and specifically I have noticed with female orgasms I can spot that shit now. I can detect uh, whether or not the person in the video, like the female in the video, is having an orgasm or like a real orgasm or not. Um, And that's crazy. But I don't know. Like I feel like we all just have had these unrealistic expectations for what sex is supposed to be like with having watched porn from such a young age um, that it's been kind of difficult. We're going back again to the subject of how difficult it is to really um, convey what it is that you want out of sex with your partner um, instead of just, I mean, I know so many women fake orgasms. Like, so many women out there fake orgasms because a very high percentage of women can only come with clitoral stimulation and a smaller percentage of women, but a lot of women go their entire lives without having a single orgasm, which is absolutely fucking crazy. But I feel like pornography is part of this. Um, Excuse me. People... I feel like don't want to take the time to really figure out how the other person's body truly works. And I feel like sometimes people think that it's easier and it takes the pressure off of your partner when you fake an orgasm because then, you know, you're not, you're not worried about disappointing them or making them feel like they're not good at pleasing you or they're not able to please you. And we have this fear kind of hovering um, about the pressure for us to orgasm. When in reality, you know, sex is a journey. And the thing is, if you're going into sex with the idea that you have to have an orgasm every single time, 
you're going to be disappointed. You really, especially if you are sleeping with someone for the first time, because everybody's body is different. You have to kind of give your partner time to figure out how your body specifically works. Um, and kind of coach them and help them to figure out what you like. So <clears throat> we put so much pressure on people to have orgasms. And that makes people want to fake orgasms because they don't want to crush their partner's egos. So a lot of the times when I see fake orgasms in porn, <clears throat> it looks a lot like just loud, boisterous nonsense and Honestly, I, you know, as a woman, I can say that I am guilty. I am guilty of faking my orgasms. Sorry, I am clearing my throat so much. I suck too much dick. Kidding. But, um, I've personally, I have faked orgasms on numerous occasions because I didn't want to make the guy feel like he was bad at sex. And it's because I put so much pressure on myself to come. And when you put you're so much pressure on yourself to have an orgasm it makes it more that much more difficult for you to have an orgasm because you're so worried about will I get there will I get there you're not focusing on your body you're not in tune with your body you're not in tune with your senses with your nerve endings with what's going on physically in the present moment and I feel like it's easy to do that um But if you continue to fake orgasms, it makes it that much harder for your partner to then figure out what you want because if they think everything is fine and that they're doing everything right and that you're having earth-shattering orgasms every time, well then they don't really know how to improve, do they? So, and then also I feel like men, men have this idea of sex that they kind of derive from watching porn in in early adolescence um that every single girl out there every single person who's having sex with him out there is is going to be absolutely crazy like hardcore like slobbering all over the dick like fucking yelling in their ear like dirty talking like not everybody is like that. Um, not everybody is comfortable with that. Not everybody is into that. But I feel like hypersexuality is kind of portrayed in porn so frequently. And again, that's fine. They're playing the part. But I feel like people really need to take a step back and see pornography for what it really truly is which is a movie it's acting it's not real life um and I feel like if if people kind of see it more so from that perspective not only will we stop putting pressure on ourselves to please our partner by having these earth-shattering fake orgasms but also um the men will stop having such high expectations for people who may not be as loud or boisterous or messy or as adventurous in the bedroom. We all don't have to be super sluts, okay? That's not a thing, you know? If they're putting in some physical work, like, 
they they don't have to let you spit in their mouth. If they don't fucking like it, they don't have to do it. All right? All right. My personal favorites lately um, have been... Okay, so I've been watching a lot of lesbian porn and tribbing videos because I love tribbing and I miss women. <laughs> I feel like that's why I've been watching them. Um, you know, because with being bisexual and being in a hetero relationship and um, <clears throat> not having a girlfriend, which I'm disappointed about, haven't really been uh, hitting the sack with the ladies very much as of late. <laughs> but the offer is out there and my inbox is wide open honeys um so yeah i've been watching a lot of lesbian porn um and i've been one of my personal favorites is owen gray so i love his videos so much um not only because it's like more of an amateur porn kind of style but it's like shot really beautifully but also Because in his videos, I can tell that the women he's having sex with is having a good fucking time. I can tell that the orgasms are real. I love the fact that he frequently, very frequently, likes to bring out his magic wand. He likes to utilize toys in the bedroom. Um, You know, he's not afraid of a little cunnilingus. It just looks like a realistic sort of setting not to mention the fact that he is pretty damn attractive he just gets me going I love some Owen Gray porn it's one of my absolute favorites um and then of course like I've always I feel like I've just always watched like BDSM and like gangbang porn because like group stuff is really it's really hot and it's really fun I've only gotten to engage well no, I've I'm engaged in I've engaged in my fair share of group play, but it's it's always a delight to engage in sexual activities with more than one human being. So that's always really fun. I feel like my tastes kind of range. I got a good variety. But um yeah, those are kind of what my preferences are. But above all, typically with the videos that I watch, they're way more amateur way more realistic um I like them to be shot well like I don't like to watch porn that has a fucking snapchat filter on it um but I do love like when couples produce porn I think that's very sweet and very endearing um and again more realistic that's some wholesome shit I also thoroughly enjoy like making like home movies of course I don't um I don't typically put videos of myself on the internet don't upload that shit I keep that shit to myself if it were to if if my if my nudes or anything that I'd recorded sexually were to be released honestly I probably wouldn't um feel weird about it I'd be like okay they saw that cool I look pretty good so it's fine but um yeah I enjoy like taking videos with me and my partner whoever whoever it is that day whoever my partner is that day um and I feel like some of my partners like to watch 
videos of other people fucking and that's kind of like a like cuckold sort of thing it's pretty hot i enjoy making my own content as well to save for later so that you know i don't i don't always have to get on fucking pornhub and and look up videos i can just go through my gallery and find something homemade and remember remember everything that was shared in that moment again nice wholesome content all right so this is the part of the podcast where i talk about shit men say this is shit men say so i'm gonna read y'all a dm from my fet life account this one is from fet um this is a message that i got about a week ago from someone that i don't know complete stranger he messages me doesn't even say say hi at all and he says I need a hookup now. I'm spending Thanksgiving alone, recently separated. I have a lot of aggression to let out. <clears throat> First of all, bitch. <laughs> I need a hookup now. That's fucking demanding, okay? That's demanding. I'm not obligated to hook up with you. I don't give a fuck if you're spending Thanksgiving alone. Go fuck your turkey. I don't give a shit. I don't care about your recent separation. I don't care about the angst that you're feeling right now. Fuck you. Um, I responded. I responded. And I said, your wife probably left you for being too demanding, huh? Your loneliness and desperation have absolutely nothing to do with me. Also, women are not objects and I'm not here to fix you, buddy. So... That's how that went. Um, I have yet to get a reply. Most of the time, um, when I curb people that hard, they don't typically reply. But this guy had the fucking audacity to message me. Like, how lonely are you? How lonely and how desperate are you that you have to message some poor unsuspecting woman who's just minding her own business during the holiday season and you're like I need a hookup now because I'm alone on Thanksgiving it's like I'm not obligated to fill that space for you buddy like kindly go fuck a cactus Alright, I'm about to wrap this bitch on up. You guys know the drill. If you have any questions, comments for me, if you want to send me some weird fucked up shit from the internet, and we can all laugh about it together, or you can send me a sexual experience, good or bad, with a rating from 1 to 10, and I will read that anonymously for you, and we can all have a fun time sharing our experiences together. You can DM me on my Instagram at trash, as in garbage, Barbie, like the doll, X, letter X, no spaces, uh, no periods, no nothing, obviously no spaces, it's a fucking Instagram handle, Jesus Christ, Katie, anyway, um, yeah, no special characters, you can dm me there or you can leave me a voice message on anchor and I will put the link in the description so you guys can clickety click, clack, clack, clickety clack on that and go record your sweet sexy ass voice to put on one of my episodes and um that would be wonderful yeah give me some give me some fucking feedback give me some feedback guys i would really appreciate it 
I appreciate everybody who is listening. And we will catch up with you guys next week. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. I hope you guys go watch some wholesome porn. And uh, keep those creepy guys out your DMs. Have a good week, guys. See you later. Bye.